Yeah, welcome, welcome, glad you made it tonight. How y'all doing, y'all good? All right, you've got uh, just a few more days until summer break officially begins. For some of you, private school, homeschool kids are like, man, we've been on summer break for months. Um, Hey, so we're doing something a little bit different tonight. We're doing something a little bit different tonight. These are my friends, which you know, probably one or two of them, potentially all of them. Um, Wow. Here's what we want to do. We want... Um, to just provide, I know just now in your, your community groups, you talked about um, what it looks like to have godly community, what it looks like, um, what you, when you would need that, and what, what benefit that plays out. And so I'm going to give an opportunity to some of my friends they, to just speak some truth that you might benefit from. I've been out of high school for a little bit. I've been out of middle school for a little bit longer. They are a little bit closer to, um, to y'all, knowing what you're experiencing a little better. Um, and so I'm going to give them an opportunity to kind of speak into that. So I'm going to ask them some questions. They're going to talk about it, and then we'll share something, and then we're going to figure out what's in this box. Cool? Awesome. All right, so here's what I need to know, um, if you would share, is what is your name, and what, um, what, what, what decision did you make when you got out of high school, like, what, what, what did you do? Like, what was your life choice? And we can go from here to there. Hello. All right. Hi, guys. My name is Anna Vandersell. And I... Do and where do you lead? And where do you lead? Oh, uh, like which grade? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm with the ninth grade girls and boys on Sunday nights. Um, so I dual enrolled for... 11th and 12th grade, and then from there, I went to a Christian college up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. If you watch The Office, you know Scranton. So I went there, Clark Summit University, and I majored in education, and right now I'm a teacher. I'm Larry. I lead sixth grade boys. Uh, Out of high school, I went to uh, ODU um, to pursue exercise science. Uh, I'm in the middle of that right now, and I mean, I'll talk more about it in a bit. Hi, guys. Oh, can you hear me? Is this on? All right. Uh, I'm Will, or Freckles. Freckles. All right, it's, mo- it's most definitely the spotted one. Uh, so I, out of high school, did not go to college. I decided to go work in the shipyard full time. And I'm like two years in, but like Larry. I- oh, I also, oh, I forgot to say, I lead the sixth grade boys with Larry. Woo. Yeah. My name is Eve. Um, out of high school, I went to Liberty University for one semester and absolutely hated my life. Came back, and now I'm at TCC, and I lead a sixth grade girls. Sweet. Thank you. So, um, if you know, they all kind of have different choices, and so I know are different decisions they made. They've done different life experiences. Um, as you consider, especially some of you seniors um, and some of you juniors, as you consider, man, what should I do out of high school, and, and what weight does that play? I, I just challenge you to lean in. And then if you're in middle school and high school, we're going to kind of get to you on like, hey, what could you be doing now? So a, as you've shared a little bit about yourself, what, what's one thing um, that you would say, hey, the Lord's taught me this about the transition out of high school into college. Here's something that, that God really showed me um, or something I learned that was super important about that transition. Anybody? I'd say, I'd say for me, because it was, I graduated high school, and that was a Friday, I think. It was a Thursday or Friday. So I had that weekend 
that next Monday, I had to show up at 6.30 in the morning for work. So what God, what God really showed me was just how God is dedicated, you know, to us. And, and you know, like, for me, it was just being, just being dedicated because it was really, really hard. Because I, all my friends were on summer vacation, and they all would be hanging out. But I would be stuck in the bottom of a boat doing whatever. So it, is, it was just being just the decision you make, just being dedicated to it and just, you know, mm-hmm. working and, like, being dedicated towards your goals. That's what, that's what God showed me, like, out of high school. Yeah, he was faithful, right? Like, you're still good. Like, you're still rolling. Even though that was hard, like, God was faithful. Still there. Uh, one important thing that I learned was, like, not putting my worth in school. Like, our hopes and our futures isn't in our schools or our programs or even careers. Uh, it's in Jesus. And that's one thing that took me a while to figure out. Um, another thing that's really important to me is good community. It's cool that we talked about that because that's one thing that has, like, impacted my life the last couple of years is finding a good group of people that love Jesus and not only love Jesus but, like, actively pursues Jesus and, like, how that has changed my life. Um, because I've always had community, but it was never good community. It was just people that were just there, um, that would hang out with, but never get anything out of. So those are two things that um, I would say. I 100% agree with literally both of those things, because I um, recently just got declined from a program that I was trying to get into, and I, like, even still, as going into my junior year of college, like, I was still putting my worth somewhat into um, like my program that I wanted to get into in my schoolwork and so it's, I think it for sure is important to like remember that our worth is in Jesus and um, like that's most important. I would agree as well um, with what Larry said finding community is really important and getting in that routine it's the, for a lot of you it might be the first time that mom and dad aren't saying you know get your butt to church on Sunday morning so it's important to get in that routine on your own and want to go for yourself. And also, like Larry said, like finding those friends that will really push you and challenge you to grow closer to God. And also another thing for me is like just realizing it's not the biggest thing in the world if you don't know exactly what you want to do. Because I actually started in a business major. I switched to education. Now I've been teaching uh, for two years and I'm not even sure that's what I want to do. And that's okay. So the Lord will lead you and he'll direct your paths and you don't have to freak out if you don't know exactly what your major is going to be or if you're going to go to college at all. That was actually going to be my next question. It's like, what would you tell someone? And maybe you want to add, maybe you just answered all of it. What would you tell someone um, who's like not sure on what major they want to choose? Like, what would you tell them about that decision? Um, I would say, I think you have more time than you realize. I think... Um, I feel like nowadays, like, society kind of tells you, like, you got to finish, like, high school at a certain time, and then in the next four years, you have to finish college. And, yeah, like, that's a cool thing, but, like, I don't think everyone is made to finish four years of school, like, in that time. That's one thing I would say, like, just take your time. Like, in those four years, like, don't rush it. Like, figure out what you really actually want to do with your life. Don't just, like, let someone tell you what's a good idea and just, like, don't listen to that, you know. Like, you can take good suggestions, but, like, don't build the rest of your life up like off of what someone else has said. Like, take your time and just find things that you love doing, and then pursue that. What I, I like, I agree with that. Also, because I had I had people they were at work that would try to you know 
tell me this or tell me that or and I I just like I'd be like oh you know whatever but it's also <clears throat> for for some people you just aren't made to go straight out of high school to college like I I wasn't necessarily like oh I hate school but I I like I really I really wanted to go weld so and like I really prayed and God opened it. thankfully God opened the doors you know, to get to give me the experience I need to be where I'm at today, and now I'm at, I'm finally at the point where I'm like, okay, like I I do want to do you know I want to advance. So what's the next step? Would be going to even just getting an associate's degree, you know, even mm-hmm. like that's okay. Especially I don't know if, like for some of you seniors, if you are going straight into the workforce, but and if, and if you are, that's great. Like I fully support that. But I mean, I would suggest like like if you are. <laughs> Get the experience you need, and like you could, you learn from that, and then I then go to school. That's like that's that was just my personal experience on it. I, I, I love what you just said that like not everyone's made for that, but but you need to just understand. Freckles is not a lazy dude. He he works hard. Like he's always doing something. He's not lazy. So so don't go home because you are lazy, and say, Mom, I'm not made for college. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, because you're lazy. Yeah, yeah. That's not what he's talking about. He's saying, no, I prayed about it, and God opened the doors, and he said, no, I'm calling you in a different direction right this second. And now he's seeing, like, this desire to go to school. It wasn't, hey, I'm going to sit at home. Freckles doesn't live at home. He, he lives on his own. Like, he, he pays his own rent, right? Like, he <laughs> did not sit at home and play video games. And so just, just recognizing that before your parents email me tomorrow, like very angry, recognizing, hey, God has made you for a specific timeline. Like, like your timeline doesn't have to match everyone else's timeline. And I think that's what he's getting at, which is cool. And hey, it, he, oh, yep. And it's also, I, I also like, cause this was like really big for me. Like granted, I, I will easily work, I don't know, anywhere from 45 to 70 hours a week. But it's also, there's two things, like, one, don't get wrapped up, you know, in your work and work every single day, because we need a day to Sabbath. Like, I had to learn that the super hard way, because I would be, I'd be like, all right, yeah, like, my boss asked me to work, I'd be like, yeah, like, sure, like, that's fine. But I would be losing track of my walk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is realize Take a step back and realize, like, if you do work, yes, you will make money. And if you work overtime, yes, you will make even more money. But realize that is not, like, everything. Yeah, absolutely. Like, take a step back and realize, like, what the, like God has provided you with. Like, something to drive, a roof over your head, food, whatever. Like, I would be, like, I've worked one week overtime, and I got, like, for, like, a summer, I got hooked. And I would just, I'd work every single day. And then I was like, oh, well, now yeah. look at my walk with Jesus. Like, um, Eve, what, would, what do you miss about high school or middle school that you um, wish you would have taken more time to enjoy that you would encourage them? Hey, hey, enjoy this season. Like, enjoy this right now. Well, I was super involved in high school. Um, I wish that I had, like, take more time to enjoy, like, how much I was involved, because, I don't know, once you get to college, like, it's hard to get, like, into school settings like that, because, I don't know, like, student council, and 
um, clubs and things like that are like harder to get to be a part of in college and so like I really like empower you to like get involved and stuff like that and be bold about it and because that's where I made a lot of my friends is like through you know going to sports games or like being involved in clubs or um like I did SJ for two years and so I like learned a lot and I took a lot from that and how to like um like lead well and I don't know just like getting involved in school I wish I had done that more than I already did, even though I already did it a lot. I kind of wish I still, you know. Gotcha. <laughs> what, um, this will be the last question, and then, and then we'll kind of go on with the night. Um, what can a middle schooler or an underclassman do now uh, to do well in college? Like, like, what habits would you say, hey, here's a good habit to start to cultivate? Like, here's a good practice to start, like, to do, to do well in college, like, to be preparing now. Because a lot of you go to school, you're going to school, you're taking pre-AP classes and AP classes and honors classes and, and dual credit classes, and you're trying to figure out, hey, how do I do well in college? What would you say? Hey, here's something you could start to do now. This is any of y'all, but here's something you could start to do now um, that will help you out in college, a practice you could start doing now. I, um, I, when I went to Liberty, I did not put myself out there and get into good community, and so like, starting to become bold in community settings, like the harbor and, like, youth group and small group and clubs and all that, like, that is something that you can be doing to, like, create boldness in yourself to then carry on to college and be able to be in an uncomfortable situation where it's like, oh, I have literally zero friends, perfect. Now I can, you know, use the boldness that I've been learning throughout, um, like, high school and middle school, and find friends that are going to create good community, <laughs> cultivate good community. <laughs> that was my child. And they, popped, <laughs> and they popped a balloon. So sweet. Okay, anybody else? Uh, I would say, like, don't always just follow what your friends do. Like, don't be afraid to, like, branch out and do something because you want to do it. Like, oftentimes I feel like it's like that situation, it's like, oh, like you, if you do it, I'll do it. Or like, I want to go to this, like, will you come with me? And if they don't want to come, like, you end up not going. I feel like oftentimes, like, you miss out on, like, really cool things if, like, you say no to those cool opportunities. Like, basically just, like, just be bold in the things you want to do. Like, pursue the things you want to do, you know? Like, there's a lot of, like, in middle school and high school, there's a lot of, like, clubs and just, like, opportunities to just, like, meet new people. Like, don't be afraid to go to those things alone. I feel like if you get used to that in high school, like, it'll be easier in college because, like, trust me, like, in college, there's going to be a lot of times where you might feel like you're alone. But if you, like, get used to just, like, just being out there, like, it'll just become a lot easier. One thing I would say is be, like, where you're at and be in the moment because when I was a leader back at my old church in Pennsylvania, um, I had my girls would always say, like, oh, I can't wait to be in college but for those of you that aren't there yet, if you're not a senior yet, not transitioning to college yet, like, enjoy where you're at and just be in that moment and, like, grow with God where you are. Because looking back, I, like, I feel like I tried to rush through high school and I didn't get a lot of those experiences that I wish I had because I wasn't really enjoying where I was at and, like, finding community in that moment. Same with college. Even when you're in college, it's easy to be like, oh, I can't wait to graduate and move on. And then you move on, and you're begging to be back in college. So uh, definitely enjoy where you're at. Grow with God in, in the place that you're at. 
Yeah, I would say another thing is like, I feel like responsibilities obviously change from when you're a middle schooler and high schooler, but like, just from like a young age, I would just say like, just learn how to really just lean on the Lord for like, just like, like just trust, like trust in the Lord, like through the things that are easy in high school, because in college, when those things get hard, like, you're really going to be able to, like, if you do it at a, when it's easy, it's going to be, when you lean on the Lord when it's easy, it'll be a lot easier to do when it's hard, you know? Like, I think, because um, in college, you know, there's a lot of, like, responsibilities where you just, you just feel you can't do it, or you just feel like you don't want to do it, but if you, like, really just trust, like, Jesus in, the th- in those things, like, it'll be possible, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, hey, can y'all give it up for our leaders just sharing with you guys? Young, young, you can sit or you can stay, whatever. I'm going to share a little bit. Hey, so I just wanted to, on that note, like, I just wanted to share a little bit um, from God's Word because I believe uh, that, that it truly has, um, it truly has answers for us, and it truly has um, some wisdom for us, and, and, and I really appreciate the the thought of like, hey, learn to get out of your comfort zone. Like, learn to stop doing what your friends are doing when you know it's the wrong thing. Like, learn to say no. Learn to stand up for yourself. Learn to not be taken advantage of. Like, learn to 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 realize and 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 spend time in God's word and understand that your value is much greater than your friends or or the other people around you sometimes want to tell you. That you are much more than your mistakes. You're much more than just that person that that you that that they drink with. You're much more than um, and whatever it is you're doing. Like like know your value. I, I remember hanging out with a friend. Um, he's a terrible influence, and a lot of my stories that are kind of funny now that weren't funny then come from me hanging out with this friend. And and I remember my parents saying one thing to me about this friend. They said, I, "We don't want you to hang out with this friend." And of course, like if your parents have ever told you that, you're like, what? Like, come on. Like, no, like they're good. Like, this is awesome. Like, we're going to hang out. And, and you try to find a way. And, and this is why I said, I said, why don't you want me to hang out with my friend? They said, it's not that we don't like your friend. We don't like what you and your friend do when you're together. That when you guys are together, you make terrible decisions. Does anybody have a friend in here like that? Not in here, but anybody in here have a friend like that that you're like, yeah, when me and that person are together, we don't make the best decisions. That we tend to be a bad influence on each other. And here's the thing. That's biblical. That's actually what God's Word says. God's Word says that your friendships, listen, listen, eyes right here. It says your friendships will conform you. Your friendships will push you in certain directions. I don't just mean like your casual acquaintances at school. You're like, yeah, we're friends. But no, I mean the people you let into an inner, your inner circle, the ones that really have influence on your emotion, the ones that you truly trust with sharing like that. You're like, that's the person I'll share with. Like, that's them who I like. Like, 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 like. You know what I mean? They're the person where you're like, man, I got a crush. I'm telling them. They're the person you say, man, I'm having a hard time. I'm telling them. Like your inner circle, those people will become more like you, and you will become more like them. Now, here's the thing. If those people are toxic, I want you to just take this picture for a second. If those people are toxic, 
meaning they're just not about the right things. They're not pursuing Jesus. They don't really care about other people. Like they're just not necessarily good people at this stage in their life, not doing the good things. And let's say you are, are, are pure, that you, you're, you're good. You, you are trying to do the right thing. If you ever have mixed a toxic liquid with a pure liquid, here's what happens. The toxic liquid doesn't go away, but the pure liquid becomes contaminated. That more often than not, if you submerge yourself with toxic people, it will affect you negatively before you affect them positively. When they are on your inner circle. God's Word says this in Proverbs uh, 27. Proverbs 27, verse 17, it says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. The people around you will be the ones that sharpen you or be the ones that dole you. The people ones that, they're going to be the ones that make you or the ones that break you. Like, you get to decide. You get to decide who you choose to hang around. You get to decide what phone call you answer and who you text. You get to decide what invitation you accept and who you invite. That you get to decide who is the iron next to you that will sharpen you. And if your goal and your heart is to say, hey, I want to live for Christ. Like, I really like, I want to step in on what Jesus has for me. I want to experience what Jesus has for me. Man, I need to step into that then you've got to have people around you that are sharpening you. You've got to have people around you that are checking you and encouraging you and praying for you. Because if everyone around you is doing other things, it's going to be really hard for you to do the right thing. Like the biggest takeaway I could, I could give for you, whether you're about to go into college or whether you um, are a sixth grader, is this. Find godly community. Find and fill your inner circle, the people that are closest to you, with people who love Jesus and value the things you value. Find those people. Pray for those people. Ask God to surround you with those people. Because when you get to college... If you don't know how to find those people, if you don't know how to make friends with those people, if you don't know how to break out of your comfort zone and, and kind of confront those people, it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard if that's the first time you say, okay, I need to make some friends that love Jesus. I need to get out of my comfort zone. That Make a practice of that now. You know what I love about these college students that are sitting up here? is they hang out all the time. And we have a college group on Thursday nights that hangs out. They hang out all the time, and, here, and here's what they've decided to do. They said, we, we want to be obedient to the Lord, and we want people to come to know the Lord. And, and here's what God has done. This is crazy. This, it literally is crazy. Is they have kind of become like magnets. That wherever they hang out, 18 to 25-year-olds come and hang out with them that they don't know. So legitimately, Larry was telling me today, there's a guy named Pierre who was at church this morning. You know where Pierre's from? I have no idea. The Metamat cookout last night. 
and he came to church this morning. Because they are people who are loving Jesus and loving each other well, and God is drawing people to them. You see it in the book of Acts. It says, man, people were added to their number as they continued to break bread together and fellowship together and learn together. That people were attracted to that. And then there's this other kid, John. I think his name is John. You know where John came from? He was at church this morning. I have no idea. He just showed up and sat down with them. Randomly sat down with them. And they said, hey, who are you? And he's like, I'm John. And they're like, how old are you, John? And he's like, I'm 20. And they're like, you want to come to Bible study on Thursday? And he's like, yes. Like God just brings people. Like, like you begin to attract people and begin to be someone who displays the gospel and is moving the kingdom. Just a really neat culture to create. And it's one I hope like the harbor becomes. Like I hope this place becomes a place where people are attracted to, not because we do some crazy stuff, not because it's some exciting, oh, like it's going to be wild, not because like, oh, the cutest girls go there. Like I hope like they're attracted to this place because of the culture. Because we say, no, we are people who love God first. And because we love God, we recognize his love for people and we love people second. But here's the thing. I could preach about that all day. Our leaders could encourage that all day. But it takes you individually, not y'all. No, but you individually saying, you know what, I want to be a piece of iron that sharpens iron. I don't want to be someone that someone else's parents are saying, don't hang out with them because y'all don't make good decisions together. I don't want to be someone who's doling people. I want to be someone who's encouraging people and who's sharpening people. That's my heart for this place. That's my prayer for you, that you'd have that burning desire to say, man, I want to be somebody who loves people well and who loves God more. I'm going to pray, and we're going to continue on. God, I love you. God, I thank you for my friends here. Lord, I thank you for the relationships you're building and growing. God, would you continue to encourage these relationships? Would you continue to bring students in who are lost and who are broken? And God, would you use these students to show them the love of Jesus? God, would you help us to be bold? God, would you help us to be fearless? God, would you help us to be urgent about sharing the gospel with those around us, about sharing the hope of Jesus and the love of Jesus? God, would you move in our hearts and in our lives? God, we love you. I pray that you'd bless the rest of this night. In Jesus' name, amen.